Welcome to C3 Church, Queen's Beach. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoyed this message today. Good afternoon. I'm Eden for anyone here who doesn't know me. And uh, it's great to have you with us today. Uh, you're back with us for the first time in 2023. Uh, welcome. Uh, and whether you've been away or not, hope you've enjoyed times of refreshing and uh, relaxing with loved ones friends and family and I recently returned from visiting my family in New Zealand uh, it was a really special time and uh, it was wonderful to get the family together uh, for Christmas and New Year's we haven't had the opportunity to do that for several years now um, which is quite a while uh, and so it was just really really amazing to be all together in the one place and uh, really grateful that we also got to be all together again for the last two days of the trip and so lots of memories that I can treasure in my heart and also looking at the news of course in the past few days if anyone's following what's happening over there I'm really grateful that I flew when I did otherwise I probably would have actually been stuck there at the moment which would have been nice in terms of family time but obviously caused a few complications elsewhere so I'm just grateful to God for safety and being back here in WA. So here we are 2023 uh, a new year, but the same Jesus. Amen. Yeah, great. And Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We're told yeah. in Hebrews. Yeah. And I, I don't know about you, but I find that very comforting <laughs> because I know Jesus doesn't change. His ways remain the same, and, and I can trust in that. And through Jesus, God's kingdom has been established forever. Yeah. Uh, I read this verse earlier in our prayer meeting. Uh, 1 Chronicles 29, 11. Yours, O Lord is the greatness, yeah. the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty. Everything in the heavens and on earth is yours, O Lord, and this is your kingdom. We adore you as the one who is over all things. Yeah. And you know, when Jesus came to the earth, uh, he was the perfect representation of the kingdom of God in human form. Jesus pointed to a new way. Yes. His birth, his death, his resurrection signaled the beginning of something new, new purpose, new identity, yeah. and a new destiny. And so we are filled with his power and we have his victory. Amen. And Jesus' teachings were radical yeah. in Bible times. And based on my conversations with people in my day-to-day -day job, I would say many would still consider them to be very radical. Mm. Yeah. Can sum it up, Luke 6, 27 to 28. Love your enemies. <laughs> Do good to those who hate you. Mm. Bless those who curse you. Yeah. Pray for those who mistreat you. Mm. Wow. This is really opposite mm. to the messaging of our secular world. And so Jesus' teachings not only challenge the status quo of the time, it still challenges the status quo of today. God gave Jesus, though, complete authority uh, to bring new revelation. Mm. And that's why we're still seeing so much happening in our world, people coming to know Jesus. Uh, all the time because yeah. Jesus is the only one who can bring that revelation of what we need as people who are made in his image. That's right. And so Jesus spent his time on the earth teaching about this new way, showing the way of, to, uh, to salvation by grace, this unmerited favour of God. We can't earn it. Uh, and, and it's a new way, isn't it? It's a new way of thinking, yeah. of doing, mm. of being. Uh, it's the Upside Down Kingdom, which Pastor Nicole preached a series on last year. Really excellent. I encourage you to listen to that if you haven't, uh, or re-listen to it. Uh, because what we learn is that in God's kingdom, an Upside Down Kingdom, 
uh, is things like when we are weak, we are strong. Yeah. When we humble ourselves, we'll be exalted. Yeah. And so this is a very new way. Yeah. It is not like the way of the world. Yeah. And so in Matthew chapter 5, chapter 7, Jesus unpacks this new way in his Sermon on the Mount, mm. where he lays out the principles of the kingdom of God and how his followers are called to live that out. He begins with the Beatitudes, these declarations of blessedness. And he continues with short teachings on a variety of topics, uh, which really define or give parameters to uh, this new way, the purpose of being a follower of Jesus on the earth. And so just as it was for the disciples and the people in those times, our purpose as Christians today is defined by Jesus, is defined by the Bible, the mm -hmm. Word of God. Yeah. And so in Matthew 5, verse 13, Jesus begins to explain the role or the purpose for believers with these words. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? Yeah. It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Mm. So Jesus uses salt as a metaphor for how we are to be as Christians in the world. Yeah. Why salt? Well, as is the case now, salt is still a, a tremendously useful commodity. I'm sure most of us would have salt in our cupboards at home. And back in Bible times, salt was also considered extremely valuable commonly used for preserving and also for enhancing flavour. And it's even believed that Roman soldiers were sometimes paid in salt. So a, a, a tremendously useful mm. product. And so when Jesus uses this uh, common household product as a metaphor to explain our purpose, he is firstly speaking to our identity. So Jesus is saying that just as salt is an incredibly valuable product, those who follow me are incredibly valuable in my kingdom, mm. in God's kingdom. Why? We preserve God's truth in our lives. Yeah. And we enhance God's flavour or his truth in the world. Mm. And I believe those are really the two key revelations that God gave him about what it means to be the salt of the earth. Right. Mm. And so let's look at, at preserving God's truth in our lives. Why does this why does this matter? Well, salt, salt was frequently used, as I said before, to preserve, to preserve meat especially. Uh, and this would have been a common practice in Bible times. And so salt was rubbed into the meat, drawing the moisture out, therefore inhibiting unwanted bacteria from growing and spoiling the meat. Mm. We preserve God's truth in our lives by inhibiting, if you like, the bacteria of the world from taking a hold in our heart. In other words, dictating our thoughts and our behaviours. Yeah. What's the bacteria? Well, Paul describes it in Galatians 5.19 as acts of the flesh. Mm -hmm. uh, also, and took lists some of those in there, as well as in Colossians 3, another fairly comprehensive list, uh, which includes sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, greed, idolatry, anger, malice, rage, slander, and filthy language. So just a few, just a few uh, acts of the flesh. I'm sure none of us have ever uh, encountered struggles with any of those things. Uh, but, you know, these things are what cause us to lose our saltiness. So let's yeah. just, yeah, real talk, if you like. Yeah. Uh, it does cause us to lose our saltiness. It causes us to, uh, I suppose it lessens our effectiveness in a way, yeah. and it also disconnects us, there's a disconnect then between us and God and our relationship. Yeah. Most of the salt used in Israel in Bible times uh, came from the Dead Sea and it actually contained a lot of impurities. Mm. 
And so the salt obviously loses some of its flavor, becomes less salty. And so when we're living by the flesh, when we're just feeding our sinful nature, I'm not talking about we, we do sometimes struggle with sin, but I'm talking about when we're feeding that. Does that make sense? We're feeding yeah. it. We're just will, willingly just giving ourselves over to that thing. Yeah. Uh, that becomes a breeding ground for impurities in our heart. Yeah. And that, that lessens that saltiness. Our God-given purpose, because this is a God-given purpose, to be salt of the earth, to preserve and enhance this truth, is really negatively impacted. <laughs> and so you might think, well, it's actually a bit discouraging. But this is where I kind of get excited because that's where the Holy Spirit comes into yeah. play. Uh, yeah. the, the role of the Holy Spirit is crucial to being salt of the earth because in my own humanness, mm. in our own strength, yeah. uh, when we're trying to stop this bacteria, these acts of the flesh, it's very, very difficult. But the Holy Spirit is able to help us to overcome yes. yeah. and to stand yeah. firm in the face of temptations. Yeah. And it helps yeah. us to stop like letting that kind of infect our heart and spoil it Come and on. spreading yeah. it in a way yeah. that comes out in our behavior. That's the good news is that yes. it doesn't all it rely on me. I can trust in the Holy Amen. Spirit yes. to help me. Yes. And you can as well. Amen. Tomorrow when you wake up, yes. Holy Spirit, I need your help. Yeah. I need your help to be salty today. Great. So I want to encourage you to actually pray that tomorrow. Yes. And if you can, throughout this week, yes. pray that prayer. Yes. Holy Spirit, mm. help me yes. to be the salty. Help me not to lose my saltiness. Yes. Help me to discern when maybe bacteria is getting in. Yes. And, and show me the way out. Yes. Yes. So good. And he will be faithful to do so if we Amen. come to him. So good. So we're coming to him and saying, man, I need you, Jesus. Yeah, he will help us, and he'll. What will happen is, as we do that, as we kind of have this daily surrender, he he will shape us more in line with his word, yeah, and with our true identity and purpose found in Jesus Christ. Mm. And therefore, as we do that, his his word, his truth, is being preserved in our lives. Our spiritual salt, if you like, stays at this optimum mm. level. Yeah. When we talk about preserving God's truth in our lives. It, we're really accepting and owning our identity. Mm. If we want to be salt of the earth, we've got to be secure in our God-given mm. purpose. When we are secure, we're more likely to reject that bacteria, the world's so-called truth, <laughs> yeah. and we step into a new way and a yeah. new purpose, the salt of the earth. And so some practicals here. We go back to the fundamentals. Mm. Bible, prayer, community. Yeah, community. Right. These are... Yeah practical applications that help us to preserve God's truth in our lives. I can't drive my car if it has no petrol in it. I can't be the salt of the earth without nurturing my relationship with God yeah, and yeah. growing my so personal good. faith. Coming here on a Sunday, so it won't be enough. That's right. We have to nurture our faith every day. And and I'm not suggesting that that means we've got to spend three hours you know, praying to God, but it is important that we do find that time when it yes. works for us during the day, when we can yeah. centre ourselves yeah. on God yeah. and, and really pray and seek, so good. Uh, you know, His will for us in that day where we can rely on the Holy Spirit to speak to us, where we yeah. can be reading His Word. We're doing a devotional together at yeah. the moment so uh, on version. so if you're not connected, I encourage you to get connected in there. It's really awesome to see yeah. other people reading the word and their thoughts and feelings around what they're reading, what God's saying to them. So it's these are the really practical things, but yeah. helpful things. That's yeah. why we talk about yeah. them so much. Yeah. And if you haven't listened to Pastor Steve's preach last week, I encourage you to do so. Mm. He was unpacking Philippians 4, 6-7 with a focus on prayer. Yeah. 
you know, the importance of keeping our spiritual practices uh, like prayer simple but consistent. Yeah, yeah. So we pray simply by presenting our requests to God and giving thanks. And we are going to encounter distractions. Yeah. We are going to encounter temptations and we yeah. might even encounter some real uh, crisis situations along the way. And and the enemy uh, looks for vulnerabilities because he wants to hinder us from yeah. carrying out our purpose, mm. which is why Pastor Steve also talked about the importance of guarding our hearts. Mm. Yeah. So we guard our hearts, again, through Bible prayer community. In other words, we do things God's way mm. and we're preserving his truth. Yeah. That's where the salt of the earth begins. Mm. And so we're secure in our identity. Mm. And we know our purpose. And then yeah. now we're going out into our sphere of influence to enhance God's truth, his flavor, if you like, in the world, to spread yeah. the salt yeah. that we have within. Yeah. So we've got to get it right in here first, and then we carry it out there, right? Yeah. So and uh, so my two oldest nephews are almost seven and five. And when I was staying with them in New Zealand, there was just a couple of occasions uh, at dinner time when they you know, didn't like certain food on their plate, as, as happens with kids. Uh, so it was the taste or the texture of something was, was putting them off wanting to eat it. And uh, when, when their mum and dad allowed them to uh, add a bit of salt to it, though, they generally finished what was on their plate. Mm. Yeah. And so to them, to my nephews, salt was valuable in that moment because it enhanced the flavour of something that they didn't like making it more pleasing yeah. for them to eat. Um, there was one occasion where my, uh, my five-year-old nephew said, asked me to put some salt on something, can't remember what it was, and so I did, but I just added a little bit too much. Anyway, it's basically like, too much, I need it too much. Sorry, didn't ask for salt though. But you know, just as, uh, as salt brings out the flavor of food. Yeah, yeah, it does. It kind of enhances its taste. So if we're thinking of like chicken salt on hot fries. Oh, stop or, uh, it. Salt on popcorn, no? Yeah. Like, oh, he's saying yes? He was, was saying like, no. No, you're making us hungry. Yeah, it's making us hungry. Salt and popcorn at the movies. Yeah, just as salt brings out that, that flavor. Uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit, mm. we enhance God-flavor in the world so and good, in the Amy. lives of those Preach places uh, in our paths with the hope of Jesus. Yeah. So good. I believe our godly influence, so being the salt of the earth in our community, can change the culture of the community around us. I, I really believe that because we have what people need. Yeah. You know, knowing Jesus personally as our Savior means we've got the most precious commodity that anyone can ever have. We've received the gift of salvation. Yeah. We're the salt of the earth. Yeah. We have the thing that people need, Jesus. On, and I believe yeah. that as we carry out our purpose as assigned by Jesus, we can make a difference in people's lives that has kingdom Amen. significance. I'm just yeah. going to uh, show a little illustration here uh, that uh, Mr. Rex Kelly and Pastor Steve are going to just bring that over for us. And I'll probably do it down here because I feel like it could get a bit interesting up here. I'm not used to like doing these sorts of things during a preach, so props makes me a bit nervous, but we're going to yeah. give it a go, aren't we? Yeah. And hopefully you'll all be able to see it if I'm down here anyway. So just need a bit of a gap in front there. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you very much. Can we just give a round of applause? Our two fabulous, fabulous help that you did now. Absolute IMAX. Here's something I prepared earlier. Cool. Excellent. So we have, um, yes, two. I might have to open that for me, Steve. Thanks so much. Got two glasses here. Like I said, not 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 used to doing these sorts of things all the time. Praise the Lord, it's gonna work. Ooh. All right, I've got two eggs. Okay, just oh, a lovely egg. Hang on, I'm gonna put this down to do this. No, don't crack it. 
of the day. No salt, okay? It's kind of like what we like, right? Without yep. salt, we sort of sink. Oh. But it's all right, it's all right. The good part's coming. Don't panic, everyone. <laughs> sure, that'd be great. And she's pouring the water. <laughs> so for the podcast, tell me. And she's yes. taking the spoon. Taking the, the and salt. She's That's right. Putting the salt in the water. We need, yes. Oh, Don't need try this at home. You need a lot of salt. Uh, we need a lot of Jesus, right? Yeah. Never get enough. Come on. Oh my God. Okay. That's quite a lot of salt, but we need a lot because it's Steve, to work. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. That's good. Just going to mix it up a bit here. I don't know. I feel like I could be. I could own my own cooking show, couldn't I? Except that I'm not. I'm not. Yeah.
We've been set apart to be the salt of the earth. We've been set apart to enhance the God flavor in in a world that desperately needs what Jesus came to die for, which is freedom. And I'm not talking about freedom the world's way, because that's not freedom. That's right. talking about the freedom that's found in Jesus Christ. You know, our sins forgiven. Eternal life is ours. That is an amazing, amazing truth that we have as believers. And so we're bringing something different. Amen. The living hope. And we rise to the surface because this new way doesn't look like the world. We have a unique opportunity to share about Jesus with others, you know. And what they see uh, and and hopefully will question is is the lifestyle, the behaviours in us that aren't the status quo of our secular society. The other uh, point I want to make here, so we rise to the surface, that's number one. But number two, when we're being the salt of the earth, we uplift people. You know, and all through the Gospels, we see Jesus doing this, don't we? Uplifting those in society who are cast aside and overlooked and judged and condemned. You know, Zacchaeus, the woman at the well, the woman caught in adultery, the man who was blind from birth, the paralytic man. And this is because Jesus saw that the value and the worth of the other person, that they are made in the image of God. And so the people who are in your sphere of influence yeah. are made in the image of God. God cares for their soul. God desires wow. relationship with them. Yeah. And whether they realize it or not, they're looking for belonging. Yeah. You know, they're looking for true meaning. So true. Uh, and so when we see people as having value and worth and we're responding to them with that perspective, we're actually enhancing a flavor that's already in them yeah. because we're, we're yeah. really seeing that you're made in the image of God. So I'm enhancing something that's already actually there. They may just not have had that revelation through Jesus yet. And so we uplift people. We enhance God's flavor in the world. We're spreading his truth, his salt into our community when we speak encouraging words. We leave a thank you note on our colleague's office desk. We comfort our colleague going through a crisis. We pray with someone. I think I've shared this before. I don't really, I can't think of a time when I've asked uh, or said, you know, said to a non-Christian person, you know, can I pray for you or can I be praying about the situation? And they've declined. Mm, It it really is amazing. And of course, we want to be led by the Spirit in that, you know. Um, Not just going around to every single person that we meet, uh, (laughs) just randomly saying, you know, I'm praying praying for you. But, you know, if we're led and we feel led, hey, you know, that that sounds really difficult. Do you mind if I pray for you this week about that? And I... Again, like I said, I haven't encountered anyone that I can think of off the top of my head who's, who's declined that. So just an encouragement, particularly those of us who are you know, prayer warriors, and we have a lot of those here. Yeah. Uh, could be making a meal for someone mm. you know, who's grieving. It could be asking a friend, hey, are you okay? Yeah. And actually taking the time to listen Great. to their yes. response. Not just yeah. asking the question, but... and if, Or if you are struggling on time, hey, sounds really important what you're going through. Can we make it another time to meet uh, yeah. when we're both uh, more available? I was in the baggage claim in Perth on my way back from New Zealand. And as I waited for my bag, a lady standing next to me was on the phone. And she was explaining she'd had a stressful day. Almost hadn't made it. I don't think she used the word stress, but I could tell she'd had a, a bad day. Hadn't made, it, hadn't made it, almost hadn't made it to the plane in time. Incidentally, when she had come onto the plane, because she was on, on my flight, uh, I had a quick but judgmental thought about that, right? She was like, late, and we're waiting. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, okay, you know. Can't you just get here on time? That's probably what I, I was... Something like that. <laughs> now, I didn't remember that at the 
of time, but then God just kind of <laughs> gently reminded me that as I was preparing this message. Thank you all. And this lady was saying on the phone, and she was unsure of her baggage had made it onto the flight. She just sounded like she was really, you know, just had a really rough day. So after the vocal, I'm contemplating for a moment, is it appropriate to say something? You know, like those moments where like you're a complete stranger, because she'll then know I kind of overheard her conversation, so it sounds like I'm eavesdropping and all of that. Standing, standing, contemplating, contemplating. And then I'm like, no, I feel like I need to say something. So I just turned to her and I said, it sounds like you've had a really stressful day. Which could have gone in lots of different ways, couldn't it? Yeah. Pray the it was good. Um, this lady proceeded to explain she'd been over to New Zealand because of her elderly mum. Uh, she'd had a, a yeah just a really stressful time there um, she had had a connecting flight that morning which was late and then she had tried to get over to the international terminal and there'd been some issues there and then when she got there the boarding was I think almost closed and oh, so no. she she just had this hectic time she then proceeded to tell me her bag I think on the way over to New Zealand had got damaged and so she's like you'll know which one is my bag uh, because it's the one that's wrapped all wrapped in fragile tape um, so she just we just chatted back and forth and praise God, her luggage arrived and that was it. You know, I said, take care, God bless, and she left. And so one, I guess God's gently reminding me not to be quick to judge because that was going on in the background. If I hadn't been next to her, I wouldn't have known that. I believe I was meant to be next to her. Uh, and I, I don't know whether what I said, I don't know what impact that may have made, but I do know that it taught me something. So thank you, Lord, for that. And also the other thing is to be open to opportunities, I guess, is the other thing. You know, open to opportunities for enhancing God flavor, God flavor in the world, you know, seasoning with salt by caring for others, mm. seeing their worth and value, yeah. they're made in his image. Yeah. And we are the salt of the earth when we're lifting others up, Correct. you know, from despair to hope, from wow. discouragement to expectancy, or Correct. sadness to joy, from anxiousness to peace. Yeah. Uh, and I... I had the sense uh, as I was preparing for this message that there's some people who here, here today may be questioning the contribution, like they don't think that their contribution mm. as a believer, maybe that makes that much of a difference, but you know, it does. <laughs> it really, really does. And, and so if you're someone who's thinking that, it's really a lie of the enemy that you're believing. Mm. And the reason that you're believing, like if you're believing that lie, it's because the enemy wants you to, to not feel confident to you know, carry out the God-given purpose of being the salt in the earth. Um, but it doesn't matter what age you are, I believe that we we have what people need. Mm. So someone like Seb, one of our younger guys, I believe you can make a big difference. Seb, you can make a big difference in your school Amen. with other young boys particularly who don't have a sense of hope or meaning or purpose or identity or it's certainly not in the things that you'd want it to be in, but you can make a difference mm. in that space. So I just want to encourage you there, Seb. Uh, God wants to use you in your school. I believe that. We've been reading a devotional together, as I mentioned before. And the other day, uh, they mentioned for uh, Matthew 5, 13. Uh, it was referenced. And the question was asked, how will you be salt at work or school or in your family or your neighbourhood this week? Can I get uh, Zane to come up? Thank you. You know, this is going to look different for every person because it depends on our context, you know, yeah. personality type, uh, what our job is. Uh, we, we might be uh, working from home. We might be in an office. Uh, we may be, we may have a young family, maybe at home looking after our children, uh, spiritual giftings. Mm. So there's lots of things that come into play here and I can't 
tell you what, how to actually do this, but I do know that the Holy Spirit can illuminate uh, to you if you're willing to ask. And so just really want to encourage us in these last few moments as we just spend a bit of time in prayer. You know, our God-given purpose is to be the salt of the earth. Amen. You know, it's, it's to preserve God's truth in our lives and it's to enhance uh, His flavour in the world. And again, if you're someone who's thinking, oh, I'm not sure of that, you know, what contribution could I bring? Well, it says in the Word that, you know, you're His handiwork and that He's prepared good works in advance for you to do. Yes. So this absolutely involves you <laughs> because you're His child. You're a son and a daughter of the living King, and He wants to use you. And so right now, I just want you to close your eyes, and just if you feel comfortable, love you to just lift your hands before Him this afternoon. And, and this is just a moment for you uh, to just really uh, center yourself where on Jesus, and even just, you know, in your own sort of words just you know quietly to yourself just even asking the holy spirit right now to come in to show you you know how do you want me to be salt this week lord and i'm i think for some people i'm i believe you're going to get some sort of picture with that you're going to get some sort of image other people it might be uh, more words based some people you might not actually get anything right now but don't give up Keep asking the question. It, when you get up tomorrow, Monday morning, God, how do you want me to be salt today? You know, what can I say to that that person in my office who looks like they're feeling down? Or, you know, what what kind of message can I send to encourage a friend? Or, oh, oh gee, I know that person's going through a hard time. Maybe I've got to offer to take a meal to them. Father God, I thank you that right now, in the power of your Holy Spirit that you are illuminating to people how they can be salt because it is personal. They are, we are the salt of the earth. That is part of our identity in you, Jesus. And so we're owning that today. We are the salt of the earth. That's the first step, owning this is our purpose. This is our destiny. This is the new way that God wants us to live is to be the salt of the earth. And Jesus came to show us the way to it. And it's in the power of the Holy Spirit. You don't have to fight and feel like you've got to strive. And the Holy Spirit is able to help you to carry this out. But first accepting it in here. I am the salt of the earth. This is my God-given purpose. And then the action is, okay, Holy Spirit, show me how to be salt this week. And so I just thank you, mighty God, right now that you are touching people in the power of your Holy Spirit, that you are showing us the new way to be this week, that when we wake up tomorrow, we wouldn't doubt our contribution, but that we would know we make a contribution because of what you've already deposited in us through Jesus. And so I thank you that as every person wakes up tomorrow, that they would have a strong sense of who they are in you and of their purpose in you, Jesus. That they would have a strong sense that they are meant to go out and make your kingdom known in the world and that it's okay, it's going to look different for everyone and it's okay how that looks. Just show them, Holy Spirit, what it looks like. Show us what it looks like to be salt in our personal context, uh, in our sphere of influence. 
And I thank you, Lord God, for the gift of your Holy Spirit. And I'm just trusting that this week we're going to see amazing things come about as we trust in your leading. And uh, I believe we're going to sprinkle that salt. We're going to enhance the flavour, your flavour in the world. We're going to preserve your truth in our lives. And I know that's going to make a difference. It's going to change the culture of the communities that we're in, in the name of Jesus. And so we just offer ourselves afresh to you today. Come Holy Spirit. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more of our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, head to c3hh.com.au forward slash give.